Hi, class. So today we have a guest reader. I'm introducing you to Lucy Davis. Hi, class. Okay. Okay. Chapter 21. I spent the next few days watching Jackie flit around Colby like she'd lived there her whole life. She talked about high school football with the mailman and took cold fried chicken to Bertha's knitting club. She set up a vegetable stand at the end of the driveway and chatted with everybody who stopped to buy beans and squash, telling them about Raleigh and her waitress job and her new driver's license. And at the thrift shop in Fairview, as I watched her laughing with the owner about a big ugly hat somebody brought in, I felt like I was seeing her for the first time. Maybe this was the new Jackie. How come I had never noticed how much everybody loved her? Even Bertha's cats couldn't get enough of her, rubbing their heads against her legs and purring in her lap. Every one of the Odom boys was red-faced and tongue-tied around her, falling all over each other to open the car door for her or bring her cold lemonade every time we went over there. I can't believe you know how to rebuild an engine, she said to Burl the first day we visited. And the next thing you know, she's out there in the driveway, squinting down at a carburetor or something, like it was the most fascinating thing she'd ever seen. Every now and then, she flipped her hair over her shoulder, and I thought Burl was going to melt into a puddle right there in the gravel driveway. Mrs. Odom brought powdered sugar donuts out on the porch, and we sat around and listened to Jackie tell Waffle House stories. And one time, she said, this old lady came in a limo driven by a chauffeur. She brushed powdered sugar off her lap. Can you imagine going to the Waffle House in a chauffeur-driven limo? Everybody agreed they could not imagine that. But she left me a $20 tip for a $4 waffle, so I'm not complaining, Jackie said. Howard and Dwight bugged their eyes out and said, Wow! She told us how she and the other waitresses called it the Awful House, and those boys all hooted and hollered like that was the funniest thing they'd ever heard. Then she told everybody about Raleigh how big it is, and all the malls and tanning salons, and even an indoor miniature golf course. Y'all should come visit sometime, she said. I have my driver's license, and Carol Lee has a car. They grinned and nodded and said how much they'd like to go to Raleigh, and I felt jealousy poking at me so hard it made me squirm as I sat there on the porch steps. Late that afternoon, me and Howard took Jackie down to the creek with Wishbone. And she didn't waste a minute taking her shoes off and wading into the cold mountain water, her laughter echoing through the trees. She answered all Howard's nosy questions without a single eye roll and acted like she hung out with up-down boys every day of her life. What's it like when you visit your daddy in jail, he said. I like to died when he asked that. I would have liked to die when he asked that, but Jackie wasn't one bit bothered. Not as cool as it looks on TV, I can tell you that, she said. We just sit at a table and talk about school and stuff. He tells me how bad the food is there and how the first thing he's going to do when he gets out is eat about 14 hamburgers. I wanted to ask her if they ever talked about me, but I was scared the answer would be no and I would look like a loser in front of Howard. I started to remind him that Scrappy is in a correctional facility, not a jail, but he and Jackie had already moved on to talking about that Bible detective game at Sunday school. I bet Charlie's terrible at that game, she said, giving me a poke. Reading the Bible was not exactly a popular activity at our house, right, Charlie? She poked me again. That night, Mrs. Odom invited me and Jackie to have supper with them. Burl and Lenny brought aluminum lawn chairs in front of the yard for us and nearly knocked each other over trying to sit next to Jackie. She helped Mrs. Odom put plates of ham and bowls of coleslaw and baked beans on the table and didn't even blink an eye when everyone held hands and Dwight said the blessing and thanked the Lord for baked beans and new friends. I swear, I felt invisible while everybody jibber-jabbered in that table. Jackie told them about being a mar 
majorette in 10th grade and marching in the Memorial Day parade in the rain. Talk about a bad hair day, she said, and everyone laughed. Then she asked Mr. Odom about his job driving a lumber truck. When he described driving from Kobe to Charlotte to Greenville and everywhere in between, she said, it must be so fun to go to all those different places. Then she went on to tell him about her friend Loretta, who worked the night shift at a truck stop in the interstate, and boy, oh boy, did she have some stories to tell about some of those truckers. Mr. Odom blushed a little at that, and Mrs. Odom jumped in real quick to tell us about Howard being the Bible detective champion at church. No way, Jackie said. He didn't tell me that. And then it was Howard's turn to blush. Wishbone laid on the floor next to Cotton because he knew there would be food down there before long. Sure enough, he gobbled up a couple of pieces of ham and some cornbread crumbs, and Jackie said, Wishbone, stop that! But Mrs. Odom said, That's okay. Shoot, helps me keep the floor clean. Jackie laughed her sparkly laugh, and in that very minute I wanted to be her. I wanted her easy way of making people love her. I wanted her knack for seeing the good in things. I even wanted her shiny black hair with blue streaks. But no matter how bad I wanted it, I was still going to be just plain old me.